here's the deal. I'm the best there is. Well, Lottie frickin' God! You can't handle the truth. I'm gonna get a VP! It's a big, hairy American winning machine. What do you want to do with your life? Two bananas will you? I can't wait to shit my pants. But I wish you could just shut your big yapper! Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Long Chair Podcast. This is your host Johnny Weather. In the studio of course is Bradley Weather with me tonight, my brother B. He's hanging out. We got nobody else with us so we're going to get started. We're just a couple of guys chilling out on the psychiatrist's long chair and we are talking about the problems of America today and sometimes even the rest of the world and we're just trying to write some common sense holistic prescriptions for a healthier America. We're just trying to work on the brain so the way people think. So, Brad, how you doing tonight, and what do you got going on? I'm doing stupendous, not too shabby. Got uh, quite a few videos to get through, get some opinions, get uh, get some ideas, make changes, change the world, do whatever we can, right? Right. Well, people got to start thinking not right, not left, and just start thinking common sense, because common sense is what made America, and it's the only thing that will put it all back together. One of the things that I came across was um, you can get a Trump 2024 Make America Great Again flag if you take a survey. So I thought, you know what? Let's take a survey. Let's see if we can get the flag. Let's see if we answer the questions correctly and we can get a get a flag. No, because you got to donate. You got to donate. No, you, just, you, have to pay, you have to pay the shipping. Yeah, let's see. Shipping's uh, $99.99. Let's see how much the shipping is. $4.97. And no um, all right, number one, the first question. And for the audience, if you're writing these down, you can keep track. These are all yes and no questions. I probably should make that clear for us first. Oh, okay. So your okay, answers are, yeah, yeah, your answers are yes or no. Yep. 50-50. You got a 50-50 chance of getting it right. Uh, okay, so uh, first question. Yes or no, like you said, 50-50 shot of getting it right. Do you support the direction in which Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are taking America? 100% not. So that, that's a yes? No. That's a oh, 100% no. Okay. No. All right. That's a no. no. It seems like you're being cynical. You don't like the direction they're taking us? Are you kidding I mean, me? Kids you know, can be reading. whatever they want to be. I mean, no, you can do whatever you want to do. You, you could go in and go. You could go in and go behind the counter and pour your own Starbucks coffee and walk out with it. And there's nothing they can do. For the most I mean, what part, kind of country? This is a great country now. Well, yeah. I mean, if you if you love having maxed out credit cards, you know, if you love being in that bucket of America, living paycheck to paycheck. You know, if you if you love all these things, if you love working at a place that you can't afford to be at, um, that's awesome. I mean, that's just that's the American slave dream right there. That's what we live for. We live for it. We modern world, modern first world slave environment. Uh, people got to wake up to what's going on out there. Corporations get filthy, filthy rich off the backs of Americans and they pay a penance to us. They CEOs making literally tens and twenties and hundreds of millions of dollars to run hedge fund guys making half a billion dollars to a billion dollars a year. One person, you know, off of off of big money, off of your retirement accounts and things like that. It's just 
it's phenomenal how America just sits back and we are literally a first world slave nation. And I know they talk, all these politicians talk about this American dream and you can do this and you can do that. And I agree you can, but let's look at the statistical odds. How many CEOs are making 10 million plus a year versus how many employees there are? You know, I get where you're coming from, but at some point there seems to be the people are going to get upset with the way the system works. And and that's unfortunately, I love capitalism, but that is one of the things about being a capitalist society. You get government help, like with helping of the Amazons of the world, giving them, you know, discounts on all their you you know, United States postal stuff, allow them to build up to be this monster conglomerate. They wipe out everybody else's business. There's so many pros and cons, right? But you talk about this economy specifically and you say, gee, under the Trump era, we had the lowest unemployments across the board and they were legitimate low unemployment numbers. They weren't hogwash like this Biden unemployment number because what I look at is, is the total labor rate, right? And the labor rate was rolling under Trump, the amount of people actually working in the workforce. You know, and of course, 401ks were way up under Joe. They're way down. You know, uh, credit card debts were going away. Now under Joe, they're maxed out at all time records. Matter of fact, I heard it broke a trillion dollars of credit card debt, American credit card debt, one trillion dollars. What? How could anybody like this? I mean, honestly, how can you like it? And in the meantime, your property taxes go up. Your housing, everybody knows housing's on the brink. It looks like it's on the brink of a collapse. We're trying to wonder how long we can sustain these falsified numbers. How many houses can BlackRock actually buy to prop these things up? But man, I'm going off, Brad. This is, you got me fired up on this subject. So I'm good. I'm good. Well, so, um, we're making these a lot more than just uh, <laughs> one thing, right? Um, well, Bidenomics sucks. <laughs> um, all right. So that we, the question was not I was supposed to make a 50 fight. You know, I just have to say, when you were talking, I was thinking, you know what a great thing a corporation could do? And I don't want it to be the government telling them to do it. I want them to do it themselves. C-level employees should not be able to make more than what their employees make. So if What's that? all if all the pl- employees of a company all together they make five million dollars, a CEO should not be able to make more than five million dollars. Should not be able to make forty million dollars. That way, they're paying their employees more so they can make more. That's that's a way to look at it. I just think companies need to be more generous to their employees. That's all. I just, you know, giving comes from the heart, whether you're doing it to a charity or a church, giving comes from the heart and either you're a giver and you don't mind sharing the wealth or you're not, and you're a greedy person and you, you are envious and lustful toward money. And you probably shouldn't be that way because that leads to an unhappy life. I don't care who you are. Uh, one thing everybody knows who knows me personally knows Johnny doesn't strive for money. I, I never, I, I don't, I used to, uh, but I don't anymore. And I haven't for a long time. And life's been absolutely grand since that. And with all these awful things that happen around me all the time, um, it seems to be some sort of protective barrier of happiness that, uh, you know, I enjoy having because I don't strive for that money. I really don't. And I don't have money. I mean, just money, I truly believe the Lord just takes care of me financially and my family and money comes around uh, when the Lord wants to rain it down on us. And 
we try to save it, you know, so for a rainy day. Well, see, there you go. There's the there's the know. wisdom. There's your there's your oh there's your prescription right prescription there. Prescription for America. Money. Yeah. Spend more time with uh, your family. All right. Question number two. Are you concerned about the radical left's efforts to bring big government socialism to America? Uh, am I excited about it coming? Are you concerned? Oh, um, well, yes and no. I mean, again, this is very, it's, it's very, it's easy for me to explain if you can understand it this way. We already have socialism in America. We've had it for a long time. We've had a number of forms of socialism, the oldest one being going back to Social Security. Uh, Social Security is a form of socialism because the government does give out money to people that have never actually put into that system. Um, and that is, you know, and again, and they steal the money and they take it from other places and they keep robbing it. Now the damn thing's broke and they keep borrowing from the government. They keep making money to give us our money back because they didn't use it correctly or leave it in the fund where it was supposed to be. So um, we, we have socialism already. So am I excited for more? Absolutely not. I'm deeply <laughs> concerned about it. But I also understand that it's already here. It's a wealth redistribution. Yeah, it already exists. You're right. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Do you think Biden's massive government spending has led to skyrocketing prices? It seems like an easy question. Well, yes, but, you know, yeah, the, the inflation has hurt us. I, I think it's kind of a no-brainer. We see it. But, you know, during the Trump administration, gas prices were high at the beginning. He brought them down. He got them lower. You know, he worked uh, with the other nations to get these oil prices down and get more gasoline out at the pump. You know, the, the one thing I will tell Americans is if you want to understand things like inflation on oil and gas and stuff, I'll just explain it this way. The United States government does not allow us to build more refineries. And we have a place in America called Cushing, Oklahoma, C-U-S-H-I-N-G, Oklahoma, in which we have millions and billions of gallons of oil there. That is called our oil reserves. And the thing about it is, is we don't use our oil in America for American gas. We ship it overseas and we buy that Saudi crude, that light, sweet crude to make our gasoline with. And here's the catch, America. All we have to do is get more oil and keep pushing it through the refineries. But if we don't build more refineries, gas prices are always going to be at a higher level and they will always trickle upward because there's no other way for them to go. They might have their movements of downward pressure at some times, but for the ultimate lifelong trend, it will always be upward because we don't actually refine more gasoline. So that is the number one problem. If we built more refineries, we could reform, refine more gas and the price would go way down because the supply would be way up. Simple. But yeah, you, you, we can we can talk about inflation all the time. How's the prices <laughs> of fruits and vegetables go in America? Yeah, you're well, loving it. And the great Milton Friedman said that the only reason that we have inflation is because of government spending. So uh, I think That's we're saying it. yes. Yep, we're saying yes to that one. Do you trust Biden to get inflation under control? Uh, no, but back up a minute. Think about this for a minute. How wealthy could the American citizen be? After all the subjects we've covered of the money we blow, $110 billion a year to 10 nations that hate us, all the billions of dollars that go into NATO every year, all the billions of dollars that go into all these different funds that they give away our money every year. How much money could the American taxpayer actually have 
if we were giving it away everywhere. And that's where the uprising of America should come from. When America decides to uprise, it should be for the very same reason that the uprising that created America, which is the taxation of its people and the ridiculous spending that King George, a.k.a. the United States government, is doing to the American people. So, America, if you want a new prescription for this one, it's real simple. You have to take up against your government and stop this dictatorship of taxation. And by the way, you can try it through the congressional ranks and get the right Congress people. But I promise you this, you'll never get the numbers you need to stop it because the conservative Republicans like um, Chip Roy, a big leader in this area, wants to cut massive spending. And yet Democrats and Republicans in the House will not allow it. So we got a long way to go, America, but we shouldn't be getting screwed on these taxes anymore. We should be extremely wealthy as a nation. We should have very limited taxation to the amount of the number of people and the amount of wealth we bring in. And our government should be fiscally responsible spending our money. Well, and that kind of goes to last time when they were talking about raising the ceiling, right? They were saying saying that we, uh, yeah, that the Republicans didn't, care about this or that or social security or anything like that because they let it go to the last minute and then they said if you don't vote to raise the ceiling so i said you know go ahead do it this time but put them on warning and put the media on warning that this is the last time we need to control our spending so we need to make sure we stop raising these debt ceilings meetings and that all right so i'm gonna go with uh you don't trust them. All right. Do you think big tech censorship is a threat to free speech? Yes. Clearly. I think any person in the world that doesn't think that doesn't understand the First Amendment. And hasn't I mean, been I'm, paying attention. Yeah, I'm a First Amendment believer that you have the right to call for an uprising in your country. You do. I I, I don't know why you wouldn't have that right. If your claims against your government... If your grievances are that much and they will not listen to the people who they are supposed to be for the people and by the people, and if they won't listen to them, then the people have to do something about it. That's the extent freedom of speech gets to go. Do you approve of the Democrats' agenda to raise taxes? You've probably already covered no. that. That's a that's a definite no. no. Uh, do or you think... Do you think Joe Biden could have done more to prevent food shortages? Well, remember when our stores shelves were bare and I do. we were all wondering if we were going to become a Columbia or <laughs> that kind yeah, of a thing. I mean, that's a tough one. You know, you got a lot of action going on at the ports. The ports were backed up. Um, a lot of that stuff was a chain reaction from when, uh, you know, you had the, um, the big uh, the big barge gets stuck in the canal because people don't understand the way the transit works all over the world. You've got scheduled times of ships arriving and everybody's exactly on cue. Nobody misses a beat. And this is like planes landing at an airport. So when someone's out, it screws up everything downstream. And I think some of that had to do with that. But I think there would have been other ways um, to, you know, to cope with it. I think the saddest part is, is they didn't see it coming. Like it was all of a sudden empty shelves and people are like, why are the shelves getting more empty? Then the media starts talking about it. Then the White House wants to talk about it. You know, it's like 
how did you not see it coming? The one thing I will say about the Biden administration is they seem to play behind the eight ball a lot. <laughs> they're, they're never in front of anything. Um, and that's, again, you know, you, you look at the Trump administration and you say these guys were trying to be in front of everything. They saw the elections being stolen months in advance. They tried to do different things and have uh, different junctions put into place. Um, in other states because they were changing the election laws and they were bringing it to the attention, like in Pennsylvania, how they literally changed the election laws, totally breaking the law. Um, and yet, of course, still not challenged. But everybody knows they broke election law to do what they did. Uh, you know, so Trump's administration would seem to be ahead of everything. Um, Biden's is behind. Another prime example of Trump is there's a great video out there. Everybody can see it if you haven't seen it. Look, if you don't believe me, just go look at the video for all you anti-Trumpers out there. I mean, seriously, take your head out of the sand and look at some of the stuff. The man sat there at the at the table with the German uh, prime minister and literally told them to your face, you guys are screwed because you're so dependent on Russia. You need to get off of this Russian energy now. And they made fun of him. And here it is a few years later. And all of a sudden, Germany is literally the, the boot heels uh, you know, of Russia for them. You know, they just, they're licking the boot heels of the Russians um, and they don't have a choice in the matter. They have very limited choice. These are such loaded questions. So. Yeah, they really but, are. Uh, yeah. They, I mean, they're, they're really full of what you're, you could talk about these topics for like days. It feels like, don't you? Right. There's so much to them. There is. All right. Uh, I just let's see. Don't is like this those is... big blankets? It's a big blanket statement, and there's, you know, there's a great recipe, you know, a great prescription for America. It's not a blanket, right? You got to look at the both sides of everything, figure out what's right, what's wrong, dissect it, look at both arguments, and then figure out what you think is right in your mind and your heart, and then decide which side of the blanket you want to fold and show and lay on top of your bed. <laughs> uh, do you think... think? Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I think a lot of the Trump supporters are that way where they, we take Trump with his flaws, right? We know he's got a big mouth. We know he's crude at times. We know he's a guy's guy, alpha male. We know he doesn't like to be, you know, pushed around or poked or prodded. He's got thin skin. We get all that. But at the end of the day, we also need somebody to command and lead this great nation of ours. And right now he's our best general. And that's what we need because we're in the middle of a friggin' war. Um, and he's our general, whether you like him or not. I mean, not everybody always agreed with what Patton did or any of the great generals of their time. I mean, look at Andrew Jackson. First, he's a war hero. Now they now they lambast the guy. 200 years later, you know, or 150 years later, they lambast the guy. So what are you going to do 200 years later, I should say? What are you going to do? Yeah, what are I mean, you going to do? Uh, another loaded question and kind of generic. Do you think Biden's open border policies are to blame for the record-breaking border crisis? I mean, that's a that's a clear yes, oh, I guess. Right. Who, who doesn't? I mean, right. come on, Democrats. If you're out there, be honest. And, and the saddest part is to the Democrats, we conservatives – we don't hate immigrants. We embrace and love them. And we all respect the fact that we were all, for the majority of us, we're all immigrants at one point. Our bloodlines were. So we get it. 
but there's also the right way and there's the wrong way. And when you got people coming into this country who are being smuggled in by cartels, kids are getting kidnapped, little girls are being raped, all these bad things happening. Why would we want this? Why can't we just have a line at the door and get them through through a quick due process? If you want to get mad about something, get mad at your Congress, get mad at your Senate for not changing immigration rules, for not making things easier for people. I mean, I want to remind Democrats, you folks have been in massive control of, of all three branches for some time. And yet not once did you pass an amnesty bill for all the Hispanics that have crossed the border for 25 years ago and 20 years ago who still don't have citizenship. You haven't done anything. Your party hasn't done anything. Donald Trump tried to. He put forth two amnesty bills, not one, but two. Your media, your Democrat media shut it down, failed to tell you about it, and Republicans didn't go along with it either. So why don't you pay attention to who the common enemy is? Right there, prescription for America. All right, our last our last two questions. Do you think America would be better off under Republican leadership? <clears throat> well, that's not an easy yes. I'm very critical of these people. I don't trust 95% of them, and you know that, because I'll mm -hmm. pick them out, and then all of a sudden, two years later, people be like, that guy's a slime ball. I'm like, knew that. Or that guy's a rhino. Yep, saw that coming. People don't see it. I think you just follow them along and you can pick them out. So any Republican, absolutely not. Certain Republican, maybe so. But again, when is America going to wake up that it doesn't matter whether you're Democrat or you're Republican, taxes go up. Doesn't matter who's in office, taxes go up. Doesn't matter what last, state you're in, taxes go up. Last question. Are you concerned about the left's efforts to undermine parental rights in our nation's school system? That's a big yes. That's a parents. You have the ultimate right of how you want to raise your kids. And for all of you that want to use a switch, that's your business. Um, for those of you that like to smack them on the ass, that's your business. I'm not getting in the middle of all that. Obviously, you cross the line to child abuse. That's a serious problem. But America's lost its way since we stopped giving a child a good whipping. Um, but at the same token, it's lost its ways because schools intervene way too much. All right. So let's see. Do we get a do we get a present? Do we get a prize? Uh, I would like to believe we earned a flag. <laughs> here's here's your free gift. Your free gift is a Trump 2024 Make America Great Again. Huge Three foot by five foot 2024 premium flag. How much is it? $17.99. And that's all they really want? That's what they're saying. That's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I get those surveys, dude, and they're like, oh, yeah, and if you want to send your survey in, send some money. And I'm like, no. <laughs> That's pretty good, B. I'm not going to lie to you, Brother B. You got that. You nailed it. I know, right? Well, now you I got might want to do that. I might want to do that. <laughs> now you got a flag. Now you I got a flag. A you can give it to uh, to uh, the unicorn when he comes back. Oh, no, that's right. He's going for Vivek. I'm not lying. Vivek. I like that Vivek. I'm... <coughs> Excuse me. I would take Vivek right now. I'm all in for Vivek. Um I'm all in for Vivek. He, he, 
That dude, you want to ban the FBI, you want to dismantle the FBI, the CIA, the DOJ, and the ATF, I'm all in. And the IRS, like, there we can save a few bucks. We can save a few dollars there. And he wants to stop giving all that money, the foreign aid craziness we do. I'm all in, Vivek. You're a, you're a cutter. Let's cut some bills, buddy. Chop suey time. For real. All right, well, let's make this um, a question and a test uh, episode. We are going to see. This is level impossible. This is a a question. It's a word problem to see if we can answer it. Let's see if you and I can come up with the right answer. Are you ready? Okay. Three people check into a hotel room that costs $30. They each contribute $10 and head up to their room. The hotel manager realizes that he overcharged the trio and the room actually costs $25. He gives the bellboy $5 to return to the guests. On the way to their room, the bellboy gets greedy and decides to keep $2 for himself. He gives each of the guests $1 back. Now, each guest paid $10 and got $1 back. So they each paid $9, totaling $27. The bellboy has $2. That makes $29 in total. But they originally paid $30. Where is the missing dollar? Wait, where is the missing dollar? I'm confused. Why did the bellboy have to go mess everything up? So they each paid $9 in total, which is $27 plus 2 is $29. Wait, what? I don't think I can do IQ level impossible. <laughs> What do you think? No, that didn't happen. Well, didn't you figure it out? What? There was no missing money. He said he gave $3 back to the guys in the room. The bellboy kept two bucks. Where's the other dollar? There is no other dollar. But they paid $10, gave them each back a dollar, and he kept $2. So no, it, 29 times wrong. three is 27. Him, the kids gave plus, him, the kids gave him, no, no, it's real simple here. The kids gave him 30 bucks. He gave five bucks to the bellboy. The bellboy yeah. kept $2, gave Correct. three to the kids. There's no dollars Correct. left. But if they only, if each of the people paid $9 each, that's only $27. He only kept two. Where's the other dollar? Oh, I see. Cause they want to do the math tricky backwards. So that's not how this works. There is no extra dollar. Sorry. It's not impossible. It's easy. <laughs> they're trying to take a hard time. Yeah, they're trying to take the thirty dollar equation and then the five dollars being given back. They're trying to mix the two. It's like trying to add X plus Y and wanting Z. It's not gonna happen. So Well, it's funny you but say I that Abbott and Costello had a great pitch on that. They did a great uh, skit years back, Abbott and Costello did, um, on math on that. And it was incredible how they ripped this guy off. It was really quite comical. <laughs> With them exchanging money? Oh, yeah, totally. Because he's like, like, you owe me more money. He goes, no, I don't. And, of course, Bud Abbott goes through the whole thing and shows him on a chalkboard how he did the math. And Lou Costello is just like, no way, you know. He's not right. And he goes, yeah, I'll show it to you this way. So he shows to him that way, and he does it again. And it's hilarious. He does it three different ways. Right. Like they're adding up 15 three times and, you know, 5, 10, 15, 16, 17, 18. It's, it's, it equals 18. <laughs> so, yeah, Literally, I know. it's I, that kind of skit. It's hilarious. Yeah, I, love yeah, it. I saw those. Yeah. Yep.
So, well, there you go. We passed the IQ level test. We uh, prescription for America. Pay attention to the questions. Make sure that you are getting the questions and the parameters correct at the same time. So she, this girl was lost though. She was lost on what happened. She was, she was focused on what they paid and what was being given back. And uh, they, they absolutely, they lost her there. So, so what's your final prescription for America when you pay $30 for a hotel room and they want to give you five bucks back, but you only get three. What's your prescription for America? Don't stay there. Because any place in America that's going to be a $30 hotel, you got to be lucky if you've got even a, I don't even know, a rug on the floor to sleep on. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, go ask the bellboy for $2. <laughs> uh, I, no, 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 no. To me, I, I was more concerned with being in a hotel room that cost 30 bucks. That sounds uh, dangerous. That's I, I travel all over. You know that. And as a traveling man, that sounds very, very dangerous to me. You know what? I think I'm going to end our episode here with the far left hates Jason Aldean. And just for that, I want to um, play a song that Jason Aldean, he did a cover of. Let's listen to Jason Aldean singing Heaven. It was only you and me. You were young and wild and free. Now nothing could take you away from me. We've been down that road before. That's over now. Keep me coming back for more. Baby, you're all that I want. When you lie. Heaven. And love is all that I need, and I found it there in your heart. It isn't too hard to see we're in heaven. And that's what the left gets. You want to make fun of everybody on the on the right, and you uh, want to try and push us around. I play a Jason Aldean song just to give him airtime. That's so funny. Was that Brian Adams with him? No. Uh, ah, you know what? Like I take Brian that Adams. back. I take that back. There was another person singing. I didn't see who it was. I, I was more doing it for, for Jason Aldean. Oh, yeah. So there's another episode of the Long Chair Podcast. You guys have a great evening. Hey, this is Captain Morgan. Hey, this is Bradley Weather. Hey, this is Johnny Weather. I know you want to listen to us every second of every day. That's why, because I've got the best prescriptions for you. That is why we made it easy for you to find us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and of course, Radio Public. Because you know life just ain't right without a good government. Granted by we the people. And we're like a dog show. Best in class, baby. I got a call full of girls and it's going real sway. The next stop is the east side motel. Set head and a little freight, couple of kids in a Chevrolet. 
Get your little day on the cross tracks. Sipping on some from a paper sack. You hang your shirt on that maple lamp. Slipping through the moon to the river bend. Wasn't very long when I was jumping in. Jumping in. I guess I'm still doing now what I was doing then. Chasing you like a shot of whiskey. Anywhere out of this low town